Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay. So, um, how do you, you do you pronounce your name like the way the Irish people pronounce it? Mulloy. Mulloy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you Irish? Yeah. Oh my god. Irish and German. So for the shift listeners, we'll just start straight away. Okay. Uh, we have Madison Mulloy. Oh, Irish and German. Uh huh. Wow, that's yeah. so cool. Are you from Ireland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so. I've always wanted to go to Ireland. Yeah, you should go. I need to go. I heard it's like the most amazing place. It's uh, yeah, no, it is pretty great. Don't take me being here as a reflection of it not being great, but it is. It is a. <laughs> It's a, great, it's a great country. I, I think it's better the older you are because especially if you go, like it's not, it feels boring. Uh, and then as a, obviously as a young person and then you move to New York and New York just drains your life force. And then you go back on a yeah. holiday to Ireland and you're like, why would I? Ireland's very relaxed. Everything's yeah. closed on a Sunday. Uh, Things close early. And when you're young, that's horrible. But then you come here and it's like the land of the living dead you know like kind of just constant oh non-stop yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i would say yeah, ireland's very relaxing uh it is green as they say but um but let's introduce you wrote a book time to lighten the fuck up sorry that's yes. great i could see irish people buying that we, yes. love, we love a good fuck uh-huh um, so it's a self uh self-help guide with a side of humor yeah so i put a lot of my um some of my like stand up in there but i wanted to stay authentic to like kind of who i was and my brand and wanted a naughty honest self-help book so i created it i love it i love it yeah. so much i'm gonna show the look it's beautiful it's um, me with my cunty looking face you yeah. irish people love that word yeah yeah we love it's that such word. A great word yeah yeah <laughs> we love it leland has, leland has started saying it sometimes because he yeah. adapts some of this slang and I'm like, be careful saying that one here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Especially in New York. Jeez. Yeah, people get so... It's crazy. They get offended about cunt, but you can buy a gun. You're like, okay, get out of here. Yeah, I know. Someone messaged me and was place. like, you have influence. You shouldn't curse. And I was like, <laughs> calm down. I'm not out here waving a gun. Like, why don't you use yeah. that energy to yeah. actually tell people who are literally have bad influence? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Exactly. I know. This I know. Is very crazy. Well, but so what made you decide to write a self-help guide book? Um, so when I was doing comedy, when I started doing comedy, can you still see me on your camera? I'm going to get more comfortable here in the Katie Boyle podcast. Um, no, when I was, uh, doing up and, you know, being an artist, I didn't realize, I guess I had unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. So, uh, unfortunately I, I, you know, like a lot of us, we fall into kind of mental health uh, depression and anxiety and you know looking for validation everywhere outside ourselves looking for mm -hmm. the audience to validate us the industry to validate us um, not knowing certain things when they're going to happen sacrificing a lot that we do yeah. um, for kind of a normal life and um, 
you know, I, I felt that I was like self-sabotaging myself and always getting in my own way. And uh, when I was finally able to kind of get over those hurdles and, you know, limit the depression and the anxiety and feel like I'm actually proud of the life I'm living, I wanted to write a book that could help other people do the same. Um, I think a lot of our misery comes from the fact that we just overthink and overcomplicate everything. Yeah, definitely. And uh, life is really just very simple. If you kind of think about your life, like you're, you know, getting on a kayak and you're going down the river, you, that's all you have to do is just go with the flow. Yeah, no, you know, absolutely. Some things are going to be good, some things are going to be bad, but the more you resist, the more difficult your journey is going to be. Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. And I think um, even people who don't do comedy can relate to that in just oh, yeah. general because but I do think as adults, I'll, I'll say this a lot, we uh, metaphorically cut ourselves. Uh-huh. So, you know, as a teen, you might actually cut yourself. And then as an adult, you do it with like, um, you know, so for any of the listeners, I find like, with, with comedy what comedians will do is like oh but I only got three spots this week that means I'm like they internalize everything and yeah. project insecurities yeah, where yeah. it's and then for the real person I'll give the real people an example like when someone says oh your hair looks great like if I were like oh your hair looks great like that and then instead of being like oh that's so nice you go oh she didn't like my hair down you know does that make sense like yeah you, you project your insecurities yes and like in turn like and it's like no one's thinking that so I like the whole idea of just like going with the flow and not um not taking things to like hurt yourself or cause anxiety or overthink because yeah no one no one thinks the insecurities that we think everyone once I started thinking like that like when I was like don't this is my head like hey don't then it was like so much better things were easier well it's true and you you think about it too where you we worry about you know what people are going to think of us yeah. right especially because you know you and I are putting ourselves on stage in front of yeah. uh, on the mercy of the audience and then you you also realize you're like you know those times where we all you know uh, either directly or indirectly judge somebody else like it, it's just a passing moment yeah you and never then think you about forget it about that person it's so, so it's, true people aren't really thinking about you as much as you think they are yeah. so you know it's just it's just yeah it's going with the flow and the less you judge others too the less you'll think they're gonna judge you because yeah you project what you're kind of thinking or your insecurities so to say yeah yeah, yeah. so if you're out there judging the shit out of everybody well then yeah you're probably gonna think everyone's doing the same to you and even when you are (laughs) judging the shit out of people people aren't doing the same yeah that's true yeah that's you and even like the people who like are judgy i'm kind of like they don't hold any power does that you know that's the way like so like specifically in comedy you'll have comedians I had a friend, he, he was just saying he was at a show and there was comedians being very bitter about comedy and all this stuff. And he, he's not from here. So, okay. but I was like, uh, don't listen to that because that's, that's people who are wasting too much time being bitter and angry. That's why they're not getting what they, cause yeah, I find like when you're just like enjoying the process and not comparing yourself to other people, that's when things actually work out. And when people are like judgy and comparing and just, the energy is just in all the wrong places and they don't get what they want, you know? I 100%. There's a guy, I will not mention his name. He is a comedian. He's been doing it forever. Um, and every time, and he's funny and he's good looking. He's got everything it takes. And, and you talk to him and you'll be like, oh, it's a great set or, or whatnot. And it's like, well, well, I'm not getting any of this and I'm not getting Ugh. managed and I'm not da da da. And I was like, how about you focus on what you do have? Exactly. And you I know? also, it's just like, my dad is like, my dad's super, like, he's an Irish farmer slash policeman, uh, Garda. Oh, that's uh, awesome. And he's like very direct and he's uh-huh. always just like, nobody wants to be hearing this shit. 
And I feel like I always think of his voice in my head when someone's just like, when you're like, oh, great set. And they're like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm actually, I'm like really bitter. I didn't get you, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah. I just said great set as you got off a seller state. Like, what do you, like, also know your, who you're talking to here. Do you know, like, as in, um, you're doing great. You're, and they usually are complaining to people who are, have less than them. Right, so you're like, yeah, <laughs> you're you know, like, you're like, doing like, fine. Um, no, yeah. and I, I, I've seen so many comics who have way more than me, um, uh, get like a Comedy Central half hour and then bitch to me, and I'm like, I n- never want to be like that. So like, I really love everything I get, and I try to like, like purposely be like you have I, gratitude. Yeah, I was just talking to someone recently, and there was like, I had pre audition for this big comedy club. But then this was like two years ago and it was the stress of getting the right tape to kind of like and then to look for I needed another recommendation and the stress of all of that made me feel so much anxiety that I actually took a step back from it. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to wait for this place until I've built up a big enough fan base and then I'll circle back because I was kind of like it's this isn't worth what I'm feeling right now. And secondly, I hate this like time pressure we put on ourselves Mm -hmm. like it's going to be fine. It's not going to. I don't need this right now. And so I was just saying this to someone last night because they were talking about that specific club and I was like, oh, you know, the best thing I did and I've kind of like grown so much and I'm, I'm, I don't, I want to enjoy the process as well. And any of my friends who did get in at the same time, they all are like really upset right now. They're, it seems like they're a bit broken because they don't have a big fan base behind them. They've been running the same shit just trying to, because it's a type of club where you have to do the, you have to kill every time, you know, you can't really grow. Um, and then uh, they haven't been getting that many spots. Whereas in the space of time, I've grown so much more followers. I've grown as a comedian. I got yeah. to rec- tape a special because I went more with a different club that's not considered as. But it was just like, I'm so glad that I had like I took the mentality of like, this doesn't feel well for my mental health. Let's take a step back. Let's go slow. Wow. And things really are like, so I'm you like got happy. A, you got a good head on your shoulders. You know, yes, now. <laughs> but yeah, I went to therapy, so that helped. Yeah, well, like whatever it takes. But yeah, mm-hmm. we are in in a very brutal business. I mean, there's a whole a section of the book about validating yourself. Yeah, and it's super. And that person I was talking to yesterday was like, "Whoa, you why? Like, I never like think about. I'm always just being hard to myself, and I'm like, no, nah, I just fucking enjoy it. You know, because yeah. we're, de- we're more life dead is dead. fun when you enjoy. It. So I don't really want to do stand necessarily stand up comedy anymore. Okay. I wrote this book. I have another book deal. I have two more books coming out. That's so um, exciting. I, it's crazy. So I'm gonna like publicly announce everything in, in December. It's a fictional series. It happened from this book going to an author's conference, and life is crazy. Power of God. It's all God. Um, but. It's amazing now when you when you don't want to do it, people will be like, come do the show, come yeah. do the show. But because yeah. I don't have the pressure of like, oh, I have to make it as a comic. I have to get signed by the industry or I need to wait for an agent or blah, blah, blah. Like, I have so much more fun. And the yeah. sets are going better because I don't give a fuck. And sometimes in life, not giving a fuck in a healthy way is it's so true it's like when you don't uh when you want a, a relationship you you just don't get it because you're giving off oh, a bit allergies. of a des- desperation vibe <laughs> or something yeah and you lower your standards and you're yeah. a bit needy whereas when you're kind of like whatever i'm having a great time that's usually when uh, the right person comes because you're like in a healthy space uh-huh. and it's not and then you develop a healthy relationship because you're not there's not that much stakes on it i feel yeah yeah no well, it's the so whole thing true. is just like letting things come and go yeah. right so if like you're dating somebody and all of a sudden they kind of pull away i mean gosh i see so many like when i go on tiktok there's so many like videos did he ghost you does he pull away and you're like dude 
like just go with that energy go with the flow yeah. but okay they're not really into me put myself out in a different direction yada 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 like you can't yeah. force anything yeah it's so true. in life so I just try to you know and listen I wrote a self-help book <sighs> it's done well changing people's lives but I don't want to sit here and be like oh my life's perfect now I never have anything everything just fucking goes my way no I just know how to deal with it better that's that's the best advice it's like not everything's gonna go perfect but you learn how to deal with it like this morning just this morning I was getting I'd gone to the gym I ran I had a really good workout I got out of the shower and I'm getting ready and I start feeling a little blue and I go huh that's weird so I'm like, why am I feeling sad? I was kind of overthinking things mm-hmm. a little bit. And I, so I was kind of trying to pinpoint and I said, okay, have I been taking my zinc and my vitamin D and, and all my vitamins, my diet? I can, you know, kind of trying to figure out what it, what it might be. And then, um, I thought, you know, it's also like going home for the holidays and not knowing when you're coming yeah. back a little bit of instability, but that's okay. Um, and then I immediately said, oh my God, it's been almost six months since I've had my hormones checked and I talk about that in the book how important it is to make sure your hormones are checked and get a full panel from my private practice doctor to make sure because your mind doesn't work if your body doesn't work so there's no amount of therapy antidepressants blah 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 is going to work if your body's out of whack so when I had gone and got my hormones tested in June I had really low testosterone and um you don't think that is like a female like a very feminine woman and uh, mine was like in the trash. So an average woman needs to be two to 300 for testosterone levels. Mine was at 19. Oh, wow. So that's why I was feeling lack of focus, low energy, a little blue. So they put the pellets in my in my butt cheek. And then they were like, all right, come back and get tested. So I immediately looked at the calendar and I'm feeling a little, I was feeling a little sad. And I go, okay, so what did I do? Instead of being starting to, you know, play the victim in my head, like, oh, I feel so bad, you know, I'm sad, but I don't have this. And da, da, da. I was like, nope, not you, not you talking, it's hormones. So I immediately ran, I made an appointment to get all my blood panels done in two weeks. Yeah. So you can figure out, okay, this is dropped, let's get it back and do more pellets. That's like literally so amazing to know, because I know for a fact all of the uh, Irish listeners yeah. have never heard. Of, I've never heard of getting your hormones checked before. Oh, it's 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 key. And I'm 100% going to go get my hormones checked because everything you're saying, but I feel like I have no make focus. Sure, and okay, make sure you do not go to your primary care doctor. And I'm going to okay. tell you why. The insurance companies do not cover an in-depth enough test. Mm-hmm. So those tests are always going to turn out somewhat normal. Okay. So if you go to an out of pocket like private functional medicine doctor it's going to cost a little more but I can tell you it's really not that much and it's a lot cheaper than therapy to get the pellets in my butt was like 300 bucks the blood work your insurance will cover half of um and then I think the office visit was like 175 so we're talking maybe 600 bucks yeah are you kidding me that's like three hours of therapy yeah yeah yeah. and then you feel great for the six months yeah it's and you and you feel great and it'll it'll slowly like build up over time but um it's key i mean i remember when i started talking about this a lot i have i have friends that are like i think i got divorced over hormones like if if what if we just maybe gotten our hormones checked maybe maybe it could have saved it yeah and i'm like I believe yeah. it because when I'm like, I'm like very aware of my PMS now, but I, I do feel like, why am I so irritated? Like th- that a couple of days before the mm-hmm. period or whatever. And um, so I'm already like hormones, that drop of estrogen kills you. So I can't even imagine yeah. if you had a constant 
Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever taken plan B? Uh, once. Okay. So that, and I've talked about this on some other podcasts, but plan B is very dangerous. Really? It, um, yeah. Like I'm, I, I like to say, you know, I'm a good girl, so to say, whatever, but I've had my slip ups and I've taken it probably definitely more than once yeah. in my life. Um, and, uh, it just, it does something obviously to prevent any, you know, pregnancy or whatever that lowers your testosterone. Cause as soon as I told the doctor, oh yeah, I take in plan B in May, she goes, guarantee you it's your testosterone every time you take that just chink 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 until it just you know is so down so you have some of these college kids that are maybe afraid to tell their parents about birth control or Mm. they're not on birth control and then they're going and popping this shit like tic tacs and now you're going to have a whole generation of sad kids but they're not really sad and they're not broken but they're suffering from these hormone things that they wouldn't know to check so i'm sitting here saying hey maybe if i had had this done my hormones checked you know years ago i could have you know sped up how i felt but sometimes sometimes feeling bad isn't the the end of the world sometimes when you feel sad is when you start to really kind of tune into yourself and grow absolutely not always the end of the world i also think as well um, as long as you don't leap out the window yeah yeah, i know oh my god stop (laughs) i know um but i do think there is something with this generation and america specifically where you're not allowed to feel sad and i think sitting in it sometimes and just being like okay i feel sad i mean not for like not if you're like sleeping all day every day that's a sign of depression yeah yeah but if it's just like i just need to sit in it and let it pass i always think i always quote my dad on this podcast but my dad says like in time uh time fixes everything so it so does. Just it's so true because you know, like my my friends will be like upset about a guy, and I'm always just like regurgitating his advice. But I'm just like, you just need to wait time because it's like you need to do that emotional prison time. Uh-huh. You know, you just gotta do the time, and then you are like a month later, you're already like you're so clear, and you're like, oh yeah, I feel better. Yeah, we shouldn't be together, but it's like they don't give themselves that time. They keep like meeting up and seeing the guy or like even if it's like a fallout with a friend it's like give yourself space because you you just need time to like but I I feel like a lot of time people don't give themselves that time to be sad and to get over it and to see like the clear what's that like I feel like like the smoke through the clouds yeah yeah the clear I'm like yeah yeah, I like picturing like a woods with a fog disappearing yeah (laughs) I mean I just had that recently I I and you know I, I came to New York and I said I hadn't been dating for a while and I said, okay, I'm going to put myself back at, back out there. Plus, I needed a meal ticket. So I went on all these dating sites, and it was great. I've met all these great people. I've met uh, a lot of wonderful people. I've met a lot of jerks. Um, but one guy in particular, I, like, kind of had a – the first date was like, eh, he's kind of cute. But, like, there's there's something that's off. And I felt it. Yeah. And I didn't follow that gut feeling, okay? So I went on another day. I go, ah, free meal. <laughs> And I could see him getting more interested. And I'm like, still not feeling it. Third date, I'm like, definitely not going to work. What am I doing? And then he had a free place to stay in Miami. And I needed to be down there for a book interview. Um, So he's like, why don't you just come down a day early? I'm like, eh, fuck it, free hotel. And he wins me over that day. And he gets exactly what he wants from me. And basically everything changed. Right? So I felt like, wait a second. What happened here? I had all the power and now all of a sudden the power is shipped. So I felt I remember feeling really sad and it was like my appetite went away. 
and I, I cried and I go, okay, this is not happening. It is your ego. You don't really like this guy. This mm-hmm. is stupid. It's a one day thing. He showed you who he is. Stop. So I literally set a timer on my phone for 12 hours. I said, when that goes off, done. Yeah. So I let myself feel sad. I let myself talk about it. I let myself cry. And then after that, I was like, no more. Yeah. Like done. And of course this guy would pop up every now and then pop up every now and then. And then we finally met up and he was like, no, let's exclusively date. I got it. What he wanted again. And then only to dump me the next day for, for basically never spoke to me again. So this but happened this again. Then. T- again. Yeah, yeah. But this time was different. Because when he didn't talk to me again, when I was like, you know what? Dodged a bullet. Oh, Because I had given myself that 12 hours. I wasn't upset over him anymore. Literally never spoke to me again. I was like, I think I had a boyfriend for 24 hours who never called me again. Literally. And now I'm like, that's hilarious. And also as well, sometimes we are sad that it's not like it's like not like it's obviously sad that the guy did that but it's also because you ignored your the red like the gut feeling and it's like sometimes i would yeah, get ups- i got what i deserved yeah <laughs> well i w- i would get upset because i would ignore the red flags all the time or yeah. ignore that gut feeling and then i'm more upset because i'm like feeling like oh i knew this and then i feel rejected as well and you know like i've had friends who it's like are you pining over him because you like him because you didn't like him at the start or is it more mm. because he rejected you and now you're having that like anxious yeah. attachment yeah uh-huh. and then they'd be like totally. oh yeah i think i'm just it's just because he mm-hmm. he's the one who who walked away because yeah it's like it, a is. Pow- it is a power thing you, you feel power you had thing. the power and then they yeah it's, and it usually happens after sex that's why they call it the power of the pussy for a reason yeah hold hold out on that pussy as long as you can I swear, I'm like, fuck it. I am holding out pussy until I get a house. Yeah, yeah. At this point, fuck it. Yeah. Or a ring. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, yeah, no, because you have all the power. It's hard, but there's a lot of toys. Yeah, yeah. And there is things like you can do. Like, it, I also think like if you just want to fuck around, then grand. But if you are looking for a relationship, which I was for a long time as well, yeah, I can't fuck around. Some people can like actually like have a fuck buddy and have yeah, sex, and like it's great. And I'm like, that's so great. Like me, yeah. like I have sex with you. I'm like, we should get married. Uh, yeah. That's just how I am. No, I get attached, so I can't do it. I already like my boyfriend. Is he's amazing, and we're monogamous. But yeah. I've already said from the very start, like we'll never be able to have a threesome because. Um, oh, and he's, yeah, and right? he's pretty like open to like he would be open to anything if it were guys girls whatever but also he's fine with it not being you know it's like he's realistic and knows certain things can be just fantasy but um I, from the very start it was like if we are gonna have a serious relationship because we talked about our fantasies i was like i'll never be able to have group sex or anything like that because if i'm even if we're in a loving relationship and a man puts a penis inside me I'm going to fall in love with that guy. That's going to jeopardize, that'll jeopardize our relationship because I can't compartmentalize sex from, yes. my head just goes, you must okay. love him. That's how, <laughs> that's how I am. It's so so that's why I was like, it's such a, da- it's such a dangerous, dangerous thing. And then I talk to people who are like, yeah, I can just have casual sex and they're just a fuck buddy. And I'm like, you're, you're, you're amazing. Like, I'm like, that's amazing. I, I couldn't do that because the, the thing is like, I, I think about that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like that guy that disappeared. I'm like, maybe I could have just kept, yeah. sex is amazing. I kept him as like a bang buddy. But I'm like, no, because then I'd be devastated yeah. if he got together with somebody else and vice versa. Yeah. So you like, feel second choice. It's just better just to, yeah. just to let it go. But I never end my relationships. Like even if they've shattered me, I never 
I never say, and I tell my friends this too. First of all, you never say anything in a text message that you're not okay with them showing their friends. So whatever you write in that message, as long as you're proud of them showing it to multiple people, because they're going to, send that message. But also don't call names. Don't say shit. Don't write pages. Just don't because other people are going to read it. But in that way, when you see them, you can you can keep your head held, yeah. head held high. Trust me, you can like fucking say it offline. Be like that guy's an asshole. Fuck him. I hope he blah blah blah. But just don't like put it in a text message. I mean, I'm like still friends with a boyfriend that shattered my heart six years ago, yeah. and I recently saw him, and we're just friends. Um, and six years later, he told me why we didn't work out, but it was fantastic hearing it because I said, yeah. That makes total sense, and I'm so glad you told me that because I don't want to do that again with my new re- with new relationships. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I said, well, this is how I felt, and I'm like, you know what? It felt good being able to say it because we're not trying to rekindle anything. Yeah. We were just legit buddies. Like, you're my buddy. So it was like, yeah, th- that totally makes sense. Yeah, and I'm sure with time passed, he probably, because I do think sometimes people, are, it takes a while to process and probably oh, in the heat in the moment. So he was able to say like, oh, this is what upset me. And we should take that in because you want to grow, you know? Well, yeah. yeah, he told me it was really interesting. He said, um, he said, I think the biggest issue was you didn't, because I was joking around. I said, I said, time's so funny. I'm like, I'm so glad we're like buddies because I was like, I think if we met today, it probably would have worked. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Um, but he goes, yeah, the issue was like, I loved you for like who you were at that moment, but you didn't love you. You were striving to be somebody else. Yeah. And I just loved the person you were. But, and I, and I said, well, you know, you were so successful. I never thought I'd be good enough for you unless I was that person. So it was a total miscommunication. He was like, no, not at all. And he's like, you didn't listen to me when I would try to, and I go, no, I was so wrapped up in my own shit that like, you could have told me that seven years ago and I want to hurt it. It yeah. just would have, you know? So it was interesting. And I thought because we do strive for success in our lives and that next step of, you know, where we're going and what the future is and our goals and our vision boards <sighs> that we have to remember we have to love who we are today, even though we're growing, but accept who we are in that moment. And when you're taking on relationships, being like, no, this person loves me, not for the future house I'm going to have, but for who I am today. Absolutely. So and just I, accept yourself at every level yeah, of and your if, life. If you don't do that for your partner, because you will yeah. seek outside validation, like you said before, oh. but then you don't believe it. So then for the mm-hmm. partner, it's exhausting. They're like, no, you are great. No, you are talented. You are, and you're like, no, 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 but you still want to hear it. So it's like a roundabout oh, circle. It's like a, yeah. And, and everybody goes through that until, again, until they learn to, uh, my therapist says, run to the self. Mm-hmm. Uh, where yeah just self-soothe and all of that stuff and and also just take compliment it is exhausting too just in general you know when you give someone a compliment and they're like i always say like if i yeah. give a compliment and they're like no 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 you know i'm actually a piece of shit and i'm like yeah you're like dude no well, yeah what wait I- okay we're not doing this and b i just always go i wouldn't have said it if i didn't mean it because like what do you think i'm lying you think i what well, like, I, I, I need there's to no go out of my way yeah, to tell no you that you have a stupid shirt i mean a nice shirt <laughs> yeah yeah there was someone got off stage and i was like um, i was like oh that's such a great set and they were like no 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 blah, blah, blah. and i just got i'm gonna stop you right here if i didn't think it was great i wouldn't have said anything at all and that's good because you know i used to do that 
I used to be that person. Yeah. I would step off stage and people would be like, great set. And sometimes if I felt it went great, I'd be like, oh, thanks so much. And I'm like, yeah, it was all right. Like it was, you know, and I, and I, 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 I talk about that in the book, how I did that. Yeah. And it was like, why can't you just accept a compliment, accept yeah. what it is? So when people, sometimes, you know, when people say, oh, you've got, you know, great hair yeah. or I love your accent. You're like, no, it's just a ireland accent like yeah. whatever you know it sounds like everybody else in the fucking country like it's like dude no i like your accent yeah, i'm not talking to everybody yeah. else in the country and it's but just instead awesome. of just saying like yeah. thank you so yeah. much and you also put it's emotional so nice. labor on the other person by not saying thank you because mm-hmm. then they're like well no i really liked at three minutes in when you said dog and they're in there trying to reassure you and then you're going no 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 but but i also i meant to say cat and it becomes this whole thing so i think people have to learn as well like y- you are putting pressure on the other person then to like double down and explain their compliment well yeah um, i remember talking to this girl and uh she's an older older woman not in comedy uh super cute looks great she's just so sweet um and we were talking about something and she's just like, I'm just so insecure. I just feel so dumb. I'm so ugly. And it was so sad because it's like a 50 year old woman. Yeah. Okay. Her life is like half over. <laughs> she's on the back nine. And I'm like, what yeah. are you talking about? And I go, well, if it makes you feel any better, it's not what I see. This is what I see. You can take it or leave it. Yeah. But you really need to work on that yeah. because it'd be pretty sad to get to your deathbed and look back and say, I wish I wasn't so fucking hard on myself. Yeah, absolutely. Like you need to make sure, but my mom was so hard on me and my dad was so hard on me. And I go, and that's not your fault. What is your fault is that you have not taken responsibility, accepted what it is and found the help to fix it. You can't be a victim. You cannot blame your shitty parents the rest of your life. You can't. This is your life. Yeah, I remember my dad. Story. I remember my dad again to go back. But I want to, he should also write a self-help book. He, he should. It sounds like he's a genius. <laughs> but he said, because I don't speak to my mother, but um, and this was a few years ago, but he was like, you can't carry her on your shoulder. Like Mm-mm. he said he did like a manager training at work and they were saying like, you can't carry your problems on the sh- on the sh- on your shoulder. And they, they equated it to having like a little monkey there. Mm-hmm. And so he said, they when you go in, you need to like lose the monkey because it's going to affect all your decisions. And it was so right because, because I was carrying this, like unresolved issues with her I was bringing it into relationships I was like dating men like her I was like recreating it constantly until I again did the work and learned to like just yeah just talk about it get it over get get over it because yeah because until you go to therapy and you talk about your issues you're not ever going to get over it I think if whatever your issues are um yeah yeah because even the insecurity stuff what's so great about that for her she's saying it to you but if she went into a therapist and said it properly, like where it comes from out loud, because A, you're paying the person so you feel okay doing it. You know, you know, like I remember my yeah, friend. Yeah, and you know it's kind of a safe space. Exactly. You, you can know. say anything. You yeah. can say, and I actually think these terrible things and this person isn't here to judge you. So yeah. it's like you get to get the freedom of it's so, uh, yeah, it's the best so yeah i hope she does and back to what you said She's as well so about adorable that's why i'm like what the fuck yeah it's so sad it's I so sad. sad it is and then it's like what's like in the end you just have to live with you it's like as well when it comes down to looks like i've mm-hmm. uh, i've had a person recently like keep telling me about her looks and like getting all this plastic surgery done look whatever you want to do good for you but was like really like comparing yourself to younger women and feeling very hurt about it and it's kind of like 
what's the, there's always going to be younger women do you know it's like oh always and it's like aging no is point. hard it yeah. is hard for women i've i've had i've had my own struggles with that but i i like doing like lasers and and skincare stuff to like naturally yeah um and even if you want to get but sometimes you surgery. look in you're like fuck dude yeah oh these lines but then you know that's the nice thing about getting older too is you're like I'm supposed to have this now. I remember when the first yeah. fi- like fine lines and wrinkles showed up under your eyes. They show up in your early 20s, right? And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I can't look like this. And so you've been fighting them all these years. Thank God, because now they look fine. Um, and now I'm like, no. Like, I'm actually, I look good for my age. I'm allowed to have this. Yeah. Like, I'm exactly. like, well, people go. don't, people don't really notice the fine. Like, people the stuff, don't give a shit. I'm not trying to be a model. Yeah. And the stuff that this girl was getting done, I was like, I don't really tell the, I see the difference, but whatever. What was make, she doing? Oh, uh, like things in her cheeks and stuff. Oh, like fillers? I think, I honestly, I didn't even understand. All the kids it. are doing that these it's days so too. Nobody is far behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was more just the way she was talking about herself and comparing herself that I was like, oh, that's like, you don't want to. It's exhausting. It's sad. But what I love what you said back about how. I love how I'm like just totally. Yes, look at this. Out. What's up? <laughs> but I love what you said before about how not to like. Because I do think with TikTok now, I see all these TikTok videos where they're like, he didn't text me back in 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, bitch. And it's like, oh my God, you need to chill. Like, no one needs to text you back in 24 hours. And then secondly, uh, this whole like, let's jump on the bandwagon and get mad. I think you are right to, you you don't need to be like, fuck you, you fucking asshole. Uh -uh. Because again, you're in the heat of the moment, you're angry. And it's better just to look like the bigger person and walk away. And again, just say to your friends, because like I've had plenty of guys treat me like shit, but I've just been kind of like... Oh, that's not my. That's also not my job to teach them how to be as well, you know. Well, yeah, and and it's like you always get over it. Yeah. So like this guy that disappeared. Like if I was like, you're such a piece of shit. Like blah, 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 whatever. Now I'm now I'm totally. Two weeks later, I'm like, yeah. I even like that guy. Like I'm over it, and I'm like, I'm really glad I never said anything bad because now when I run into him, I can run into him with my head held. Like, yeah. what's up, dude? You what's can, going on? You also are giving them an excuse to feel justified with what they did because then all of a sudden they're like they start calling us crazy which we're obviously not and if you get mad like you're entitled to get mad but then you're just giving them an excuse to be like oh well i knew this wouldn't work out so i yeah i I, i've had plenty i've had guys who once they sleep with you again i had a guy who and again sex is great i wish i could have just been like a casual person but i had very specifically said i was on hinge for a relationship yeah okay we had tons of voice message and phone calls before we met up and i very specifically said i was looking for a relationship we hang out a few times we have sex and then he just isn't making an effort to see me the next week and he was like maybe i'll see you in like two weeks yeah and i'm like wait i don't want I, you know, I want to be able to see the person at least once a week. And he was like, what are you looking for? As if, and it was so gaslighting because it's like, what? We had this conversation. And I was like, yeah, I'm like looking to develop a relationship. And he was like, oh, I'm not looking for that at all. Like I had no idea, but it's like, they were already in the voice shit. messages, but I just was like, yeah, okay, cool. I don't think this is, you know, I don't, we're obviously not looking for the same thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's not like, I don't want to waste your time. And I'm like, yeah, no bother. And I just like left it off as nice because when our first date, he was like, because he's from England and he was like oh American American ladies are so crazy and he's like talking about how these girls like flipped out on him like a couple of dates he'd gone on like and so when that happened I was like I'm not gonna give him 
the oh, satisfaction. Yeah, yeah. Good but also call. like fair play to those girls. Like he's now twisting it and saying they're crazy. But I'm like, I'm sure they just went through exactly what I did. And they were they like, did. fuck you. You can't do this. But then he's yeah. already like changing the narrative that he's a good guy. And they just flipped out for no reason. And I'm like, no, pal, you had sex. Yeah. You had, like, you can't. If you're you gonna can't have sex fuck with a girl someone, you, and expect her not to want a relationship. Yeah, or you, dude, or you pay attention. Yeah, or you can fuck girls who are okay. Like, if you say, like, I just you, these guys is what's so annoying is like, just say that you just want to fuck because there are, yeah, we are not okay with it, and that's no. why they don't do it because they know that we wouldn't. Yeah, and it's so annoying because there are women that are okay with that. I I know a couple of girls that are just like, I don't like relationships. I just want to get mine and see you later. And it's like, wait. Just be patient and Trust match me, with those f- girls. I like. I have to go on a date later today with this guy, and it's great. It's like our fourth date, but I already told him like we're not having sex for like another like six or seven weeks. Like I'm not doing yeah. it. And he's like, "Yep, all good, all good." Um, but trust me, there's every ounce of me that's just like, just do it. And then I'm like, "Nope, don't," because yeah. you're gonna regret it. No, I think it is wise to definitely, if you're looking for a relationship, wait for as long as you can for sure. Well, and the reason I wanted to wait too, it's like okay, so he's going away for a week and then he comes back and then I'll see him a couple days and then I leave in December for the holidays and I don't know when exactly I'm coming back but I'll see him like New Year's uh in Florida so I'm like if we can get to that point like and not see each other for three weeks but talk like at that point we'll be like okay this is what we want yeah or this is what we don't want but at least like we don't have that like he doesn't have that hook in me literally yeah yes exactly <laughs> plus it also builds tension which is exciting you have something to look forward to true and you already build intimacy you build comfortability like it's always mad to me how like people will have sex with each other but then be nervous about calling the next day and i'm like i know you have to if you were looking for a relationship you have to build up that you're already okay calling you're already beca- because people like Sex is really intimate for certain people. Some other people treat yeah. it like the gym and that's grand, whatever you want to do. But you know what I mean? Like, I can't. That's how I treat my vibrator. I had to get rid of a vibrator, by the way. I bought this vibrator. Holy shit. I literally was like, this is the best thing ever. I feel bad for all men now. Oh, I threw yeah. it away. Oh, I it was too fucking good. threw yeah, yeah. it away. Someone was like, get the I got, I'm never leaving. I'm never leaving yeah. my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no. Down the train, down the trash. No, went. that's, no, someone was like, um, get the womanizer. And I was like, no, I want to still, I don't want to get, I mean, look, for everybody uses it great, but that's like, I don't, I want to still have sex with my boyfriend. Well, yeah. I, and we use toys, but I don't want to, I don't think, I don't want to go too far. I don't want to get myself used to it. Right, because then you're like, there's nothing you can do. Get off me. Let me just do this. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. thing. This was, this one was like this weird, like, rose thing. It was like this suction cup and then it was like this and i'm like that's uh, the, that's the one nope. i think it's like a suction thing for your clit right oh my god well and but then it was like a like a t- tongue vibrating thing oh with like nine god. motions and i'm like nobody's ever gonna satisfy yeah, me this no. is horrific i don't want to leave my house ever i'm like this is ridiculous i'm yeah. like Shh. so i literally got rid of it and then i had another vibrator and i was like you know what this isn't healthy like i need to build a relationship and and have that limited so that person can do something with you. So I had to throw them out. 
Yeah, and if the and once the person is like okay with toys as well, but I do find when I was using my vibrator too much, it did definitely desensitize me a little bit. So I never use it yeah. now. Um, ever since I've been in my relationship, and we'll like bring it into the bedroom sometimes. But he bought a new one that's like way lighter. My one before it was. I'm gonna shout out to Sex Shopper because she's an Irish. Well, she's American who sells sex stores and or sex toys in Ireland. Oh, that's great. Um, I love it. And Sex Shopper Shopper is Irish for shop, but uh. But she gave it to me and it, it's like like the best thing in the whole world. So I haven't actually used it since I've been in the relationship with Leland. So not in like two, nearly like, you know, uh, pushing two years because. Oh, that's good. Because you're just like, yeah, he's not going to. It's just, just not going to feel be, as. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, and you I want to keep saying. I feel sorry for these fucking men. Yeah. Because they're not buying as many toys. Yeah. And like, I mean, I guess their kryptonite is porn. And if they want, like I know when me and Leland started dating, he he stopped watching as much porn because porn for them they watch it so much that they become desensitized to real sex so like it's like yeah you know and we both made that effort to kind of put like we'll watch porn together sometimes and it's really helpful yeah but he won't he won't uh watch it or he won't masturbate too much either so now we're not having sex fucking crazy either like once a week it's like we're pretty happy it's so funny because i was so horny before him like with partners and I hear that a lot. It's hilarious. But but also, it's I think for me what it is because all the men I was like like so attracted to, they were really toxic and it was passionate and dangerous. Yeah. And so like I actually just liked them for the sex, but I was with them in these violent, like crazy, argumentative relationships. But with Leland, everything's just calm and chill. That I actually don't need the sex as much. Like we we'll, we have great sex and we enjoy it. But I'm also like happy to just hang out with him and like spend that's time. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's like what? Yeah, it's it that that's it's healthy. But yeah, I've been seeing um you know a lot of these you know don't watch porn and porn is bad and you know I'm a Christian and I'm like yeah it's probably not a good thing to to watch. Yeah, that. at least limit it. Everything. I'm trying to yeah, trying to go. I'm trying to like okay if I can like somehow start associating uh, sex with like how God would want it. Like I try to like walk like go through my life like okay like having god live through me you know how would god react like you know helping people and smiling at people and trying to make people's days better where yeah. i can trying to make an impact every day um to where i'm kind of like okay like god probably wouldn't want you to have like 17 vibrators in your drawer from china <laughs> or uh to watch porn where people are just like banging out of like con- out of marriage so i'm like you know what i need to be more like fall in love do it the right way and then maybe but I always thought too when I would have sex with these guys um like outside of a serious relationship maybe or like I thought it was going to be a serious relationship I would always get hurt and I remember the last time it happened well in October I said um you know what the universe and God are going to give you exactly what what you don't want to teach you something until you change your behavior. So we're going to hurt you every time you do this because we're trying to get you off that path. Like we're trying to push you in a different direction, a healthier direction. So when you do this, you're just going to get hurt because we're trying to push. And I'm like, you know what? Message received. It's like, you're not learning from your mistakes. And who is, who is, I have. Yeah. Who is the person who said the, Doing the same thing and expecting the different results is the definition of insanity. Uh, insanity. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember who that famous guy. But it is true because I would date yeah. the same arsehole, think I could fix them, wouldn't work out. And then I would just date the exact same arsehole just from a different 
county country or you know what i mean or like ethnicity let's say like this but the same personality Mm -hmm. maybe just like with a different job or you know what i mean it was just the same guy on repeat and then when i tried i switched up and tried to date nice guys um and that that was the the thing that changed because with leland we we knew each other for uh, four years before we actually dated oh so you had like a a real friendship there kind of kind of a little bit um he had unfollowed me on instagram (laughs) he unfollowed you on instagram (laughs) you do he liked you and you didn't like him back that's why yeah or it could be anything it could have been uh because it was when he was like he still hasn't told me the reason but he said uh it could have been as well when I had started posting a lot and a few comics did do that because I started to grow my Instagram and it was just more, it's not a dig at me, it's a more, I'm not doing this, this is freaking me out. Or oh, or either I'm just seeing this too much, which was always fine because I was doing it to build a fan base. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, yeah. So it could have been any of that. He also tried to get booked on my show and I, ha- I had not replied just because I was so busy. So it was like a kind of like... Wait, is he a comic too? He's a comedian too. Oh, so okay. over the years, we were not... We were friendly. He had booked me a few times. He was much younger when I first met him. And he said he had a crush on me when he first met me. Yeah. yeah, so he did say he had a big crush on me when we first met. But he said that I was out of his league. So he never even considered asking me out. So it could have been like that too. He had sent me like some weird message one time about getting booked. And I just hadn't responded because I forgot. Yeah. So that probably did look a bit bitchy. But it was more just I just forgot. Yeah. Um. And so... He, and he also hung around with a girl at the time that a lot of people thought was like a mean girl. Um, oh, okay. And uh, he said to me he was like intimidated by us, even though I'm, uh, if anybody would say my reputation is very nice. But this yeah. other girl is a little scary and intimidating, but she's also just like gorgeous. Okay, and you have to tell me her, her name after the podcast shuts off. Oh, I will. Yeah, she's, <laughs> like, she's like a badass, you know, she's just as cool. But like I knew a that lot of a lot of guys where, were yeah, like really like, intimidated yeah, by her. Like her. Yeah, exactly. But so then fast forward years later, he's on a show saying like, I hate hooking up and I just I don't know. Like, I just want to I don't like having casual sex and I just yeah. want a girlfriend. And he had a whole bit about it. And I was like, and he'd like grown up you know because he's five years younger than me but he's yeah. like uh, he was like looked taller for whatever reason and he lost a good bit of weight not that that's like you know he's uh put it on and off since we've been dating but there, he was just like in a different like he didn't look like a kid anymore and he's yeah. also just talking about wanting a girlfriend so i was like oh, God, i'm just gonna slip into this guy's dms oh and so i d- did being like uh joking about how he had unfollowed me or whatever because i yeah. noticed then he wasn't following me that's and he hilarious. was like oh my god and then we just like started chatting from there but yeah, that was it. And it was, um, he treats me like gold, you know? He, like, makes me tea every such morning. Such a nice guy. He's I mean, yeah, he was so nice when I when I came in to, yeah. the, to the Leyland place. I mean, this place is great. I like I like the, uh, the, li- the living room is very cozy. Yeah. It has yeah. a cozy, nice feel. Like, it'd be nice. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to hit you. I'd be like, Katie, I need to come watch a Christmas movie. I'm coming over. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm going to be right here. It's going to be great. Do you, um, <laughs> I shouldn't take much more of your time, but what's your best uh, self? Uh, okay, look, it's time for you to stop chasing money create financial freedom conquer fear what's your what's your best self-help advice that you could give quickly to the listeners other than so get your there's book. so much in there but the one thing i do want to say is we all know about like the secret and the law of attraction and and visualizing what you want and yeah. right the the mind can't conceive what is real and what isn't so but it's very difficult for people obviously if the law of attraction was actually genuinely was genuinely easy to do we'd all be rolling around in ferraris with houses on the water right so and it's because it's it's very difficult to stay in that energy of like receiving when you're sitting there going when you're sitting there going okay but my bank balance is this and I'm sitting here wanting 
this this dream house that's you know a hundred times more than I even have right now it's hard to stay in that receiving like oh that's a reality that's a reality I believe it I believe it I know it's coming I know it's coming so and that was a struggle for me what changed was the power of prayer so when I started praying, and for those of you who aren't religious, this is not me trying to <laughs> preach God on you by any means. You do you, but don't judge others, right? Like for me, I the law of attraction never worked for me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't stay in that positivity. I'm like, well, it's not reality, so I'd fall down. And then I started praying, and everything started popping in. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, people are like, how'd you do your book? I'm like, I have no freaking clue. I prayed. I ended up in Mexico. I met a publisher. I came back, got a book deal, and five months later, I have a book. Yeah. Like, it's bananas, right? So the power of prayer worked for me. The power of prayer and law of attraction are the same thing. Yeah. Okay. It's believing in something you can't see and having the faith that it's going to happen. So for me, that was God. I'm like, he's going to bring it to me if it's in my best interest. I know that. But because of my relationship with God, I can stay in that positivity receiving mode versus some people might have the universe and they can do it that way. So that would be my biggest thing. If the law of attraction is not working for you, try prayer. Yeah, and, I and would, you don't have to be like totally religious or going to church or anything like that. If you want to, you should. You know, God is an amazing creature. We live in a society where people are trying to remove him and we need to stop. But there's a reason why the most successful people in the world will thank God first in anything they do because he is our creator. So I'm not saying that to convert anyone. Yeah. But if it's not working for you and you're stuck in your shitty life and you can't get out of your own shitty way... Start praying. Maybe oh. it'll work. And I would say, because, you know, um, for people who aren't religious, I think the similar thing is just, because uh, I think with prayer, what people who aren't religious do is they meditate. And what you're doing is, so my other friend is Muslim, yeah. so she prays five times a day, but uh-huh. she's just meditating five Ex- times a day. Exactly. So it's like just giving yourself a second to like mm-hmm. uh, take yourself out of your body voice what you want and so like for me with I'm at Leland I'm convinced I created him because I wrote down what I wanted and I put that out there so I kept writing down every time I I've met a guy so many times I'd write what I liked works. and what I didn't yes. want and it's it kept bringing me closer to him so it's yeah. it is the same as praying I was um but I'll, yeah also yeah just taking a moment out of your day to to again if you're not if you don't want to pray um just to write goal lists even just yeah. what you want and what you want yeah or just t- being grateful i think prayer must be amazing i'm not religious now at all i believe that there's multiple dimensions <laughs> so for anybody who's out there i think that oh, it's the, all i believe that too yeah, yeah i'd say it's all real i'd say you know I, I i do think just believing in something that's bigger than your than yourself yeah I, i'm yeah. sitting here petting katie's pussy yeah, yeah. Um, it's a cat cats. it's a cat she's so cute mantra. i have to i have to i'm allergic to cats so i have to wash my hands oh, after shit. but god she's the softest thing ever this is the softest pussy ever. yeah i like so your pussy he's, he's very nope. friendly but uh he um no oh, but i think you're right just just yeah so if you're something agnostic bigger than yourself meditate do yeah. yoga do something to take yourself yep. go for walks every day and it is yeah just yeah something um yeah just and the other thing I'll say too uh, about it is like be it's important to be passionate about what you do um, because if you don't love what you do, 
you're not going to be able to withstand the difficult times. So it is important, like, you know, whether you're, you're, you know, wanting to be rich or whatnot, but you're not going to make the money if you're not passionate about, but be realistic about your passions. Yeah. Because not all passions make you rich. Sometimes they're meant to just be hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true because like, I love stand-up comedy. It's the love of my life, but, um, you know, I have had to give up, I've had to be here or, give up having like a proper friend group i have a lot of friends but i can't yeah. commit to a friend group where you go away to the ski on a you know on a weekend and it's like yeah because i'm gigging on weekends so it's like yeah. everything is sacrifice it is um, but that's why you have to love it because that's what makes it worth it yeah end, you know? yeah well thank you so much where can people buy your book so you can ow, don't bite you oh, can go to Am- no ow, ow, ow. you can go to um amazon or barnes and noble and uh, yeah, just time to lighten the fuck up dot com. You can follow me on um, Instagram at real Madison Malloy, Madison dot com. I'm easy to stock. Um, but yeah, definitely check out the book. It's a great it's a great gift for people too. Um, it's funny. Uh, I had my friend's 76 year old mother that read it Ju- not because she needs to change her life she just mm. wanted to support me because I can't get past the the second dick joke <laughs> I said you mean the second page yeah keep going <laughs> <laughs> amazing yeah it was really funny so and but is- yeah thanks for having me I, I'm so grateful yeah, yeah no, no, no. and it is here's the have- book time to lighten the fuck up it, what, what? Uh, it is fun to have someone who is also like I am religious but I'm also have a book called Lighten the Fuck Up because I think a lot of time people put people in boxes you know if you were to say you're religious oh, pe- no one would think that you wrote a book that has fuck on the cover and 24 F words in it so <laughs> here's the thing jokes. yeah and here's the thing there's a there's a chapter about faith right mm-hmm. and it talks about the prayer and the law of attraction thing but here's the thing this is why people get turned off from religion right is because somehow we've made god this judgmental don't do this don't do that type character and i don't know how much god had to do with that i think god loves us in all our humor and all our differences and all our kind of decisions and he's forgiving it's us that made them judgmental yeah, yeah. so it's not god ju- if you're like oh i don't want to go to this church because these people are a-holes yeah they're probably a-holes but that's not god yeah, yeah. that's the a-holes at the church go find a new freaking church i mean you see it right now with like you know what's going on in iran and it's like no oh, it's, it's people so because it's a beautiful religion and my friends I know. a lot of my friends um are muslim and i've I gotten know. to celebrate with them and i'm like this is so many amazing like it's a, just a you know but it's the same with catholicism you know the pr- a lot of priests made it bad you know so it's well, like exactly exactly like man ruins what i mean it's every the man ru- yeah there's bad there's bad apples you know, in the police force and the priesthood and yeah. whatever, but you can't judge a whole group yeah. based on that. But yeah, I'm never, I'm not telling anyone to like, you know, <laughs> convert or go to church. That is not my job. Day. Take but a moment out of your day. To- just find what works for you to get to a higher place, to get you what you want, because everybody on this earth deserves yeah. to have the best life ever. And yeah. the other thing I will say before I just keep coming up with stuff that promises the last no, thing I'll no, say. To- so the biggest thing too to really reach success in your life is to um sorry, I have allergies, so I keep like sneezing and I have a cat sitting next to me I'm that so I'm allergic sorry. to. No, she's adorable. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Lover. So the other thing, too, is, is, you know, you need to be confident to be able to reach your dreams and your goal and be successful. You're not going to find a super successful person that isn't super confident. Right. Yeah. So working on things to, to build your confidence and people will say like, oh, affirmations, you know, do a little little Botox, little tweak work. If that helps you buy better clothes, get your hair done, get your makeup done, get your nails up, whatever the all the aesthetic stuff. Right. That's fine. That's all temporary though. Your nails grow out, your hair grows out. It's all crazy. The thing that also for me that I've discovered and a unique tip that I have to build your confidence is when you realize how much each of us has an impact and an influence in this world, okay? It's not your social media following or anything like that. So I encourage everybody every day when you go outside aim to impact three people positively that day and it's as simple as smiling at a stranger on the street buying a cup of coffee for somebody if you feel like it complimenting somebody on something they're wearing or something they did you realize how powerful you are and you don't know that smile or that compliment could have changed the whole trajectory of their day or their life. Yeah. And that's when you realize, wow, I'm making a difference in this world and I actually have an impact is going to in return build your confidence in a truly inner healthy way. Yeah. Because we are all powerful. It's just up to us to tap into it. You are. We're all powerful. We just have oh, to tap right. into it. So oh, into buy it. my book. Time to light the fuck up. I'm Madison Malloy. <laughs> Dude, this, this can be your Christmas present to people as well. Yeah, totally. And thank you guys all so much. And um, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you had allergies. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm going to go wash my hands. Okay. As she clawed me. I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.